What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 470 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-host this week, the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Rick. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. And the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, is away on assignment this week, so we brought in legitimately one of our best friends in the world of podcasting. He's been there... Since close to the beginning of this show, which is coming up on nine years, which is horrifying in and of itself. <laughs> but from Fans on Patrol, Mr. Montego Bradley. What's up, my homies and all the good people in So Is It Land? I'm, it's been a while, but I'm back. And I hope that I don't get on nobody's damn nerves with all my damn positivity. But I'm here <laughs> to be positive and, 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 and love everything that everybody hates. <laughs> we are Glad to have you here. Thank you so much uh, for coming in. And you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the Meg 2, The Trench. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing? Montego, please tell us all about Fans on Patrol for the few people out there who don't know. And tell us how you're doing. Oh man, well you know, fans of patrol. You just you just made my hair. Uh, I don't have no hair. Uh, <laughs> my hair. It would have turned white when you said nine years because we've been rolling as long as you guys, and I hadn't thought about that. And I'm like, wait a minute, has it been that damn long? Woo, goodness gracious, it's little kids out there that's younger than our podcast. Anyway, man, <laughs> I, I'm doing good. You know, Tiffelbot is doing good. We uh been having some trouble on our show, you know, getting shows out because life gets in the way. And we're we're not like you superheroes over here that you know no shows miss for a billion years. You, that <laughs> that got to be some record, man. You know, y'all been rolling, and no matter what it is, y'all didn't put out a show. And then over at, at Fans of Patrol, we'd be like, I don't feel good. Cancel the show. <laughs> you know, we don't even try. So, somehow we started around the same time, but we're 40 episodes ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it's been with us because we'll cancel in a minute. We're like, shit, you know, it's cold outside. I think we should cancel. You know what I'm <laughs> But you guys have been rolling it. So, you know, I love you guys' show. I love you guys. And everybody knows that we talk about you guys on our show all the time. You guys have not transformed into the video because of Mark Ellis Reagan. So y'all need to like get over that shit. Yeah. Mark and Aubrey do not want to be on video. That's why when we do like the live, when we do like the live stream every year, um, which we love to do, don't get it twisted. It's like, to me, it's one of the things I look forward to almost the entire year. Uh, but that's why it's such a special occasion to have those guys on camera. Right. It's beautiful. I, hey, I done got hooked to the camera. I feel funny uh, looking at uh, I'm looking at myself right now. I turned on my own cameras just so I could have some movement because I, I feel lonely. <laughs> but anyway, one of these days, Mark is going to be like, oh, the camera speaks. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, man, 
I just, you know, I'm happy to be here so so much, man. But other than that, there's nothing else going on with Fans of Patrol, man. Awesome. Well, we are glad you are here. Mark Ellis Reagans, how are you? Yeah, I just want to say a couple of things. Number one, uh, I never signed up for video when we started this podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know video podcasts were a thing when we started. Right, ex- it was not. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like one of those guys that, uh, like one of those old movie actors that, was only doing silent movies and then all of a sudden had to join the talkie revolution. He's like, hey, wait, I don't want to do that. So yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do video. But as Joey mentioned, uh, we do a video episode kind of every year uh, for the live stream for the cure. And that is one of the highlights of the year. That is, you know, one of the few times you'll catch me on camera. But one of the things that makes that show so special is we borrowed the game from fans on patrol. We borrowed the price of tomatoes. So without price of tomatoes, that episode would, it would be okay. But having, you know, the fans of patrol trademark <laughs> price of tomatoes game uh, that we get to play on that show just makes it so much fun. Torturing Joey is like the highlight of my year. I'm sorry, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's just like the idea behind the segment was supposed to be, we play the game and like these things are happening. Like, if you guys don't get it right, somebody drinks something or whatever. And it's turned into people just donating nonstop to make me drink gross ass <laughs> shit. It's like the, the game is like secondary. <laughs> right. There's still a couple of and I wrote I wrote it down. Joy was so tortured with the last episode. There's like three movies that we were trying to get the tomato score for. We just moved right over. Joy like just lost all track of what he was doing. I was fucking puking in a bag next to me on the floor. It was so gross. Oh, no. But, you know, I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum. It, it was worth it. We raised, fuck, man, I think almost $1,600 in our hour. So um, and our goal was like a really aggressive goal for us was 1000 and we destroyed that. So, I mean, it, it's important, you know, like to get to get that money out there for mm-hmm. the cause. Like, that's the important thing. So I'm more than willing to drink anything, whatever it is, within <laughs> Slight reason. <laughs> Having fun while you do it. It's beautiful. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. I just want to formally thank Montego and Tiff for fans of Patrol for uh, the price of tomatoes game because it's it's so much fun. I, I love that game so much. I even made a logo for it. So you know, just the fact that it's we've kind of incorporated it into the So Wizard world. A lot of people think we stole it from you, but I just want to oh, pay They homage. paid for it, everybody. <laughs> he made a beautiful t-shirt, a few of them for us. He paid for it, hook, line, and sink. It's gone. He, he owns it, Jack. Don't worry about it. He didn't steal shit. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much, Montego. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, sir. So, Joey, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm better this week. So if you listen last week, I kind of finally revealed that I was having you know a lot of a uh, lot of issues going on in, in life, and and I'm better this week. I'm not again. I'm not going to go into it, but uh, I'm a little better this week, and hopefully we'll get better in the next two or three weeks. And by September, October, we'll just be looking back on these last few months and saying, "Wow, didn't that suck?" <laughs> yeah, that's how it all it always goes, you know. Right. When you're in so, that storm, you can't see shit. When you come out, you're like, that wasn't shit. I'm, I'm so, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. You know, just been uh, working like crazy. I worked six days in a row um, and it's uh, tiring. Yeah. <laughs> it's very tiring. So uh, without going, I can't, without going into details, uh, you know, some changes have happened and 
it's tiring. <laughs> It'd be like that, man. I was working 15 hour days for the last three weeks at my job, man. Like at home, at the office, at home, at the office. And shit, you know, it, that's a whirlwind, you know? So I get it, bro. I get it. But we're here now, man. Yes. Together. <laughs> we are here. We are ready to rock and roll. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I appreciate uh, a couple people reached out and uh, asked if I was okay and stuff like that after last week. And, and I'm okay. But, you know, it's still going to be a couple rough uh, weeks ahead, but we're getting through it. We're getting through it. We're going to be good. Uh, and the podcast ain't going anywhere. So, you know, don't worry about it. We got yeah, you. Yeah, Joey. We got I, you. I agree. No matter what, right? <laughs> Everything is bad. I'm still going to I don't have a fucking hobby other than this. I realized that today I'm like sitting there like, oh, every hobby I have is somehow tangentially related, mm. tangentially. I don't know if that's the right word related to this podcast. <laughs> comic books. I like going to movies. I read comics. I make TikToks about them. I watch movies. I make yeah, <laughs> social media all about this. Like, you know, I, I like, oh, man, everything, uh, everything yeah. I do is somehow related to this podcast. So unfortunately, we can't quit ever. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly, yeah, I was just pl- trying to plan out the show through the end of the year with this release schedule kind of fluctuating and, you know, finalizing plans for three weeks from now when we'll be celebrating nine years of podcasting with no weeks off. So we've got that all figured out and you know, that's all I've been doing, just rocking and rolling. But you know, enough about us, Mark Ellis. Why don't we just talk a little bit more about us? Please tell the listeners where they can find more. So was podcast. All right. So everybody can head on over to so was where you will find a brand new episode every week you'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly you'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only adam wallyhawk you'll also find our merchandise there t-shirts sweatshirts stickers coffee mugs all located in our t public store you'll also find our social media links there we have facebook twitter instagram tiktok so definitely get at us You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, You can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. That's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a it takes a long time and i've been working on it for a while okay (laughs) (laughs) that sound drop never gets old i'm gonna tell you that (laughs) i remember sitting in the theater when it happened in the movie and i'm like that's a fucking sound drop right there that's the sound drop (laughs) i thought the exact same thing too as soon as i heard it i'm like oh that's perfect I wish we could play the whole scene almost when she just first starts talking about the podcast and the other girl's like, oh, <laughs> she's like, did you just sigh about my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> 
Any, anyway, Bodies, 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 great movie. Mark doesn't think so, but you should check it out. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this week's movie. So this week we're going to talk about The Meg 2, The Trench. As always, we're going to start non-spoiler. We're going to talk a little bit about a trip to the theater. We're going to talk about what we thought about the movie. And we're not going to spoil anything. So if you haven't seen it yet, you just want to know what we thought, you're good. Then eventually, Mark Ellis will drop the sound drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, you'll at least know what we thought. You've listened long enough that you count as a download, so you're allowed to leave. The rest of you can stick around, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk more about the movie in depth. But to get started, uh, Montego, the first Meg movie, were you a fan? Uh, you know, it's, it's weird, bro. So just to be honest, no. I was looking for, like, <laughs> Jaws, you know, and I got the Meg, and – you know, we've been doing Shark Week on Fans of Patrol. If you listen, if you're one of our listeners, and it, it's slim pickings out there for sharks, man. You know, the movies suck ass, bro. I mean, to the max. And so, at, when when we did, you know, the Meg, we were like, I, I had like Jaws on my mind, Jaws two on my mind. I had Deep Blue Sea, and then like the Meg came, and I was like, this is bullshit. But then, like, since that has like you know came out. I've, we've been watching like other shark movies and I'm like, the Meg is like actually not that bad. I think mm-hmm. I might like it. I didn't I mean, compared to all this garbage we've been watching. So I had to change over the years and said, I didn't like it at first, but it grew on me. And so, yes, now I like the Meg. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll have to send you a link and anyone else listening could obviously just Google it or search it on YouTube, but red letter media just dropped a video where they talk about how on Tubi, and some of the other, like Pluto, those type of streaming services, there's just an unending amount of shark and like possession movies. I bet, yeah. <laughs> especially on Pluto. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's pretty funny that you brought that up. But Marcellus Reagan's The Meg Part One. Were you a fan? Yeah, you know, I saw it in the theaters, and which is crazy because we didn't do it on the show. Yeah, this is back when I was like pumping out uh, movie reviews on the website constantly. Uh, and that was one of them. That was one of the first ones. I had like a series called uh, Tell Us Markellis. Uh, and that was one of them. Um, but yeah, I remember sitting in the theater and I remember, you know, it's goofy and ridiculous, but, you know, it was enjoyable. It did what it I was. wanted it to do. It put Jason Statham fighting a shark and made and had some interesting characters in it. So, yeah, I enjoyed the first one. All right. Well, I watched the first one yesterday. <laughs> Oh, really? I've never, oh, yeah, shit. I've never seen it. <laughs> and I'm like, if I'm going to watch part two, I should probably watch part one. Smart. And it's on HBO Max. So I jumped on there. Might have been two days ago. I don't know. Life. Time is a flat circle. I don't know what fucking day it is half the time. Somebody was asking me at work last night, well, when does this happen? And I'm like, oh, uh, Friday. So that's, you know, tomorrow. And they're like, well, today's Saturday. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, so I watched it and I was not a big fan. I guess say like halfway through it, I was like, oh, <laughs> what did I, what did I get myself into for this week on the podcast? Cause I, I wasn't that big a fan of it. It, it felt like, uh, like uncharted or, you know, some of the other movies that we've reviewed where I've, I've said they're planet fitness movies. You're going you're gonna to see 35 to 40 minutes of it on a TV at the gym while you're on the treadmill for the rest of your life. <laughs> like it's, it's It just felt like that kind of generic shitty movie. I just wasn't that big a fan. So uh, sadly, <laughs> I'm just sitting there watching it going, oh, no, <laughs> I got to go to the movies now and see the next one. But I made it through. So, you know, I added it, added it to the total, um, which is now up to 122 first time watch movies this year. So 
But Joe, compare it to other shark movies, man. Well, it's I mean, yeah, a I mean, plethora of but, shitty shark movies. Out yeah, there. like we just said, there's this uh, there's this cottage industry of just horrendous shark movies. Like I don't know, whatever. I don't even know what one it was. Like Shark Octopus versus Megalodon with Debbie Gibson and Tiffany in it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All these terrible movies. Like like there's some absolutely face meltingly horrendous movies. But those, you know, just because there's a bunch of shitty sci fi movies doesn't mean it's okay for a Star Wars movie to be bad. You know. All right, here we go. <laughs> you know, Mark Ellis, you know, like episode nine or something. Ooh, just like episode nine. Uh, you know what? Not, your words are not going to hurt me anymore. My my <laughs> love for uh, Star Wars knows no weakness, dude. I will stand by that movie. I will die on a hill of Star Wars episode oh. nine, Rise of Skywalker. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I love you like a brother, but I don't know what's going on with you. With <laughs> <laughs> well... We don't want to get into that discussion. This will be a three-hour podcast. (laughs) But (laughs) let's talk about our trip to the theater. Obviously, it's one of the things we talk about every week. Marcellus Reagans, how was your trip to go see the Meg 2? Uh, Yeah, you know, it wasn't that eventful. It was very basic. There was, there is, you know, as we mentioned on the show all the time, there's always like a time crunch to try to squeeze it in, um, you know, during the weekend or, you know, before the weekend starts. Um, So (laughs) the, the only showing that was like kind of available uh, that was going to work was the showing in 3D. Uh, so, you know, I go to my girlfriend's like, oh, you know, let's go see this movie. Unfortunately, we have to go see it in 3D. And she was like, yes, <laughs> she was psyched. Like, <laughs> if, if we're going to see a shark movie. Why not? Why wouldn't you see it in 3D? So I'm like, yes, I like that. I like that attitude. So, uh, yeah, we went to go see it in 3D. The theater was still packed with people wearing pink clothes because mm-hmm. Barbie is still making a ton of money. But. Also, the thing that I saw was a bunch of little kids wearing Ninja Turtle t-shirts. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. It's nice that the turtles are still, they still have a presence, you know, in the year 2023. It's nice that a movie can open and, and it still brings in the little kids. So, um, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, man. It's what was it on Rotten Tomatoes? 94%. 94. Damn. Damn. And yeah. yeah hey, hey for, for fans and critics. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> See and seeing how the Ninja Turtles are from Mass were created in Massachusetts, uh, literally like less than ten miles from my house. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sitting there watching a Meg going, "Why aren't we doing Ninja Turtles this week?" I know. <laughs> <laughs> because I've told you guys this on the show before, and it's like a secret shame, and some people are going to get really mad. But I'm not a big Ninja Turtles guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I never was. I liked the car- the comic when when the comic yes. first came out. Mm-hmm. I liked the original comic because obviously it was everywhere because where we live, um, you get it in the stores around here. I remember having an issue. I don't know what issue it was, but I liked it. But the cartoon just uh, when it first came out, the cart the cartoon was just kind of. I was in a weird age, man, and it just didn't hit right. It was it felt babyish to me, like because I, I just the damn didn't comic like was violent as hell for sure. It was well, well, yeah, and and I liked the first live action movie because it was kind of dark and, and right. stuff too. But like uh, that that cartoon, man, it was just. It was so it felt like it was for like babies. It felt like if I was going to sit down and watch fucking Peppa Pig right now, it was just I, I, I was in a weird age. I was like 11, 12 years old. I was kind of aging out of, you know, cartoons a little bit. And well, at least that style of cartoons, you know, the cartoon that was a kind of stupid and was a commercial for toys, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And while I still had the love for He-Man and G.I. Joe and all that stuff I had grown up with, something that was newer coming along, I, it just didn't grab me. And I just was never a big Turtles guy. 
So they, if I was like five or six years younger, maybe I would be a huge Turtles guy. But I I had no interest in seeing this movie other than there was a Tribe Called Quest song in the trailer. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So anyway, we wound up going to see the Meg. Uh, and uh, the, the theater experience was fine. Popcorn was good. And the theaters were still packed because Barbie is still making in, making a ton of money. All right. Montego. Uh, you know, uh, you, your show, you guys sometimes do streaming stuff. You do TV shows, go to the movies. How is this trip to the movies? Not bad, man. Well, it's 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 a it's a two part story. I woke up this morning from, you know, the night before, of course. And I was like, shit, I got to go see this movie. <laughs> When's the first one? It was 926. I said, damn, I got to go because I don't want to spend my whole day at the movie theaters. So I got out of my bed and I, I got cleaned up and I went to the show. As I got out of my car, there was a middle-aged lady in a Barbie jacket with <laughs> blonde wig on and like fishnet stockings and pink high heels. I said, God damn, that movie about to start. People still dressing up. And ain't no, it's nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was dressed up by herself. I was like, Whoa, shit, this is serious. I'm going to have to see this movie. We were supposed to do it on the show this week, but Tiffelbot was sick, so we couldn't do it. And so I'm hoping it'll come on streaming so I don't have to go pay for it. Anyway, so I go into the theater, and it's three people in there, and it's just me and no popcorn. I don't want no popcorn and no nothing, you know, at no 9.30 in the morning. So I just sat there and I watched the Meg, and it was a beautiful thing, man. Nobody interrupted me. Nobody smelling, you know, no, no poopy poop <laughs> to, to, to smell, you know. So it was beautiful. Good experience. Awesome. Yeah, I feel you. Um, for a long time, that is that was my jam. It was like, especially for uh, movies the kids didn't want to see, so I could just go see it by myself for the podcast. Quick was like nine fifty a.m., ten o five a.m. You know, it's cheaper. Get it out of the way. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, today I went in the afternoon. I had a bunch of crap to do this morning. So I got up. I got my car reinspected. I got my uh, grocery shopping done at three different places <laughs> to try to get everything that we needed. And then uh, came home, unloaded the groceries, put them away and off to the movies I went. And and you're, you're right. Um, the movies since Barbie and Oppenheimer came out have been absolutely fucking insane. Like, like the theater is a madhouse, and I, I went to the one Mark Ellis with the recliner chairs. Oh, you're in a fan. Oh shit, dude, you were there right before I was there, then. Yeah, I, uh, I. So this is a super inside baseball, but I usually go to the same. It's the same company, but I usually go to the one at the in the opposite direction. Uh, it's like 20 minutes from my house instead of 35 minutes from my house. But they're tearing up the main road to get there and like repaving it. And it's just awful to drive on. And I'm like, I'm not fucking dealing with this. I'll go the other way. So I went to that one. The fucking place is a madhouse. Just absolutely insane. There's And like you're right, uh, Mark and, and Montego, there's little kids uh, running around for Ninja Turtles. There's um, like neck beards there for Oppenheimer. There's fucking um, – <laughs> women in like pink like non-stop like like everywhere for barbie and i'm like fuck man i just i want to get a snack i got in line the lines for the food were out of fucking control i'm like all right well whatever get in the line made it all the way to the front and they were out of swedish fish again is that your thing <laughs> two weeks in a row i've just had a taste for swedish fish to eat at the movies and i haven't been able to get them because they don't have any left they were like cleaned out of candy again 
And I, I, I got a soda. I let them scan my platinum membership. Yeah, there you go. Treat yourself to a recliner That's chair, right. Mr. Platinum. Platinum. <laughs> uh, my wife's like, man, like you go to the movies a lot, you know, and money's kind of been going to be tight for a little while. Are you going to still be going all the time? And I'm like, well, uh, ma'am, <laughs> as a platinum member, <laughs> I, uh, I, I have enough free movie tickets I got from going platinum to be squared through the entire month of August. So, um, <laughs> Nice. We should be fine. But yeah, it, it was fine. Once I got into the theater, I mean, there was people there, but for the most part, they were quiet. Nobody, nobody did anything. It wasn't like when I went to see talk to me last week and people were like on their phones and taking flash photography or anything like that. So if people were mostly quiet. It was just the, the insanity of the movie theater. That was the big thing. Hopefully it'll calm down. Hopefully. But, you know, Guy in front of me bought like a $35 Blue Beetle popcorn bucket. So I don't know. Maybe that's going to be kind of busy. I'm okay. looking forward to Blue Beetle, man. I, I really am. I like that kid who's playing the role. I like the, I like the karate kid, man. You are a very positive person, Montego. That's what I love about you. <laughs> very positive. I'm looking forward to it. That's, James Gunn says that's the first uh, James Gunn universe movie, but not the first one made. For, mm-hmm. J- for the, the universe. Superman. James, one. James Gunn also said The Flash was a good movie. So right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Flash has some phenomenal parts. <laughs> yeah, when the end credits popped up and I could leave was probably All the, best the Batman one, so. stuff was dope. Come on. Come on. <laughs> We're not going to re- relitigate that one. So. <laughs> but, all right, guys. It's time to get into a non-spoiler discussion of the movie so just Marcellus Reagan's what did you think of the Meg 2 non-spoiler well I will say as a fan of the first one well uh, maybe not a fan as a person who tolerated the first one uh this one was a little bit disappointing it had some elements that I actually really really liked and I'm like oh this is cool I like this I like this uh but then there's a point in a movie where it just kind of they introduce a new element, and then from that moment on, it's just I'm just waiting to get back to the good stuff, and it does show up eventually, but it's a it's too little, too late. So I like the first one. This one is pretty disappointed by. Mm. Wow! All right, uh, Montego, you and how you feel about it? Non spoil. All, right. all right, all right. So I didn't give a shit about the first one, but it, it grew me over the years. And honestly, I really didn't remember the first one at all. Mm-hmm. Watching all I remember was like the big shark coming out the water and chewing up people. I mean, I and I remember it was him and another lady that was like trying to I don't remember much about it. And so that's how much it, <laughs> it sticks with you. But then watching this one, I'm like, I started tearing it up. You know, I'm like, God damn it, that you can't, that's not scientific. God damn, that's not right. You know, and then I said, Oh, st- please stop, Montego. Just it's 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 deep blue sea. It's 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 trash movie to have a good time and just chill. And once I did that, I still had major problems with a lot of stuff that happened. <laughs> I was like, oh no, that, that couldn't happen. And it was some things that really bothered me, but you know what? Compared to the other shark movies that I have been having to watch. I still enjoyed this and it was still a, a fun ride to me. So I will give it a thumbs up or uh, definitely, a, you know, a certified fresh um, for what it is. And it's a dumbass movie. So <laughs> it's nice. in the dumbass movie category. And I enjoyed it because of that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mr. Positivity. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dumbass 
ass movie, y'all. It's in a dumb ass movie category. It's not. It's not nothing, you know, super dope. It's just, you know, let me try to have a good time with this movie. Mm-hmm. There you. Well, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm not a big fan. Okay. <laughs> destroy real Robinson. Destroy. Destroy. I, I'm not a big fan. Um, there are, and it's hard. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm I'm gonna be really vague. The things that I liked and I wanted from this movie when I got them. I was like, this is awesome. I love it. I'm all in. This is fucking stupid and it's great. Um, it just takes so long to get there and it's taking itself so seriously until it immediately veers into insanity that it's just not an enjoyable watch. (laughs) It's not fun until you finally get to what you were looking for, which was offered in the trailers and stuff, which is a goofy movie about Jason Statham fighting giant sharks. Right. Uh, It takes so long to get to that point. And there's other stuff that's absolutely ridiculous, but I mean, considering who co-produced the movie was always going to be in there. Um, it's just not good. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, I, I'm glad I watched it for the show, but I I don't know if I would have watched it otherwise. So, uh, and much like the first one, it is a movie that will live on TV <laughs> for sure. on cable for the rest of our lives. And, you know, five years from now, you're going to be running on the treadmill at Planet Fitness and you're going to look up and it's going to be like, Welcome back to FX Saturdays, the Meg to the Trench. <laughs> that's, that's what's going to be on the TV. Weekend long. That's right. TNT plays it nonstop for like three days or something. Like, like that, again, is the type of movie it is. It, it's that treadmill TV at the gym movie. It, it's, it's just not very good. So I was not a fan. But we're a little all over the place. So the only way to continue talking about this is to spoil it. If you haven't seen it, get the hell out of here. The rest of you stick around. We're going to spoil the Meg 2, The Trench. Uh, I've got some spoilers. Who wants to hear a spoiler? Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) I will say I was pretty upset right off the bat because, you know, the way they misspell the name of the movie on the ticket. Um, cause I can't fit the whole name of the, t- the movie on the ticket. I kept waiting for Tretch from Naughty by Nature to show up the whole movie <laughs> and he was, he never came. So I was pretty upset. That's a deep cut for someone out there, but all right, we're going to start with things that we liked. So Montego, the most positive man on earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you like about this movie? Pretty much probably the ending sequences where the sharks was just like, chasing the people and he was on the you know the the jet ski doing his thing and shooting stuff and and the people was running around and they you know were doing the Jurassic Park thing which made no sense for animals that was living underwater their whole lot you know for centuries and yeah you know everybody screaming and hollering and tourists were getting eaten that was my favorite part uh, uh, terrible but that's true mm-hmm. and what else was there any other scenes that you liked oh shit you guys <laughs> want specifics <laughs> I don't know, man. This was a really weird movie to, to, to even like talk about like this because it's like, you know, they they did the submarine thing, you know, and the whole time I'm thinking about, look, wow, look how much glass is on the submarine, you know, and then like mm-hmm. this, you know, they, they, this guy is like blowing up the trench and stuff and that happens. And then the sharks come, you know, I, th- I think the, probably the, the most intense scene uh, that, I, you know, was probably when the they were like trying to run to the the center underwater 
and the sharks were coming and the bright lights happened and the sharks started eating everything. And, you know, that, that was probably the most and, and, you know, enjoyable scenes, um, as well as the, the fun Island scenes. I, I dug those. Um, but everything in between did was a little, you know, snoozy, 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 <laughs> you know? So there you go. All what right. You, Mark, Mark Ellis Reagan's. All right. So things that I liked about this movie, again, I saw it in 3d, the opening effects with the uh, dinosaurs, uh, the, the very beginning of the movie where they show like all of the different dinosaurs actually looked really good. I was expecting it to look really cheesy. That whole sequence was shot really good. It, it was almost as if they did that like after the movie was done. You know what I mean? Like it had nothing to do with Jason Statham or, you know, a giant shark. It was just like some cool effects that they threw in at the beginning. So that I thought was really cool. Uh, I like that they brought back certain characters. I was really glad that they brought back. Mei Ying, the little girl from uh, the first one, because I just assume that it's the Meg part two. Jason Statham's going to be off doing something else and he's going to be yeah. recruited to come in and rescue a whole new group of people doing, you know, something ridiculous underwater. But they actually did tie it back to the first one. So that I thought was really cool. And she was a standout character in the first movie as a little girl. So it was cool to see her, you know, still be the same character, but a teenage version uh, and just kind of, you know, kind of busting his chops a little bit. Uh, I actually I th thought that was really cool. It was nice that they incorporated that. And I liked uh, the character of DJ, who did you who in the first movie, you know, always had the quips uh, and then, you know, just barely made it out alive. But somehow was like, you know, if I come back for a sequel, I want to kick ass and shoot guns and do cool shit. And the fact that they let him do that is is pretty cool. I mean, uh, you know, right, come on. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying he's an awesome character. I'm saying if I was in a shark movie that made money and they said, oh, Mark, we want you to come back. I would be like, well, in this one, I'm going to. I want to do, <laughs> do some cool shit. I want to do some cool shit. Right. I want to do some cool shit. I want to, you know, end the movie with a drink in my hand and some ladies on my side, just like the first one. I want the same thing, but I want to be like, you know, cool Jack Bauer in this in the second shark movie. And the fact that they let him do that, I thought was really cool. Uh, his jokes were awful, but the character awful. the character was cool. I, I was glad to see him back, and he didn't get eaten. So good for him. Yeah, other than that, <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, yeah, there was nothing else that I actually really, really liked about it. That's a pretty much it. <laughs> well, um, I, I will say that what I wanted from the entire runtime of this movie was basically what happened when they got to Fun Island. Right. When they got to Fun Island and the movie just went batshit insane. Jason Statham's riding a jet ski with fucking homemade harpoon bombs on them. Spears throwing them at sharks. You know, I don't know how to say his name. Wu Jing is the actor, but I don't know how to say his character's name. Um, who just somehow managed to survive everything, no matter what, which I thought was hilarious <laughs> throughout the movie. And they ramped it up like to an, to an even extent. And this is honestly like, that's a joke I want from the Scream movies now because the main characters seem to survive everything no matter what. If you remember in Scream, was it seven? Um, Jenna Ortega gets fucking gutted. And at the end of the movie, she just got her arm in a sling and she's fucking. Sure do. <laughs> sure do. She with a, I mean, a half-ass limp, right? <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like to stab Jenna Ortega in a different way, but, you know. Um, <laughs> it's Google says that's okay. <laughs> 
Google said it's okay. Uh, Markella um, says that's not okay. <laughs> it's okay. But um, I, I liked that running joke of how he was always fine. No matter what happened, he always somehow made a way out of it. it you know, that last, I want to say like 35 minutes was what I wanted from the whole movie. Just fully embrace this is stupid and we're going to have dumb, stupid fun. Um, and and I, I liked that part of it, you know. I, I did. Uh, I did like. Like, I agree with you, Mark. I liked Mei Ying, who somehow looks like Riho from AEW. But um, you know, I thought that was a great dynamic between her and Jason Statham, uh, acting kind of as her dad and her uncle. The two of them kind of trying to parent her. Uh, I, I enjoyed their dynamic throughout the movie. I was happy to see uh, Sienna Golery as the main female bad guy. You recognize that actress, guys? No, no. I don't know who the hell she was. She got killed in the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right, I right, yeah. I don't know who that was. Um, she played Jill in Resident Evil Apocalypse, the hottest woman in the oh, history of recorded film. That's where I know her from. And she still got it, man. <laughs> she still looks good, but uh, she doesn't look as good as she did in that movie. I don't think anyone <laughs> possibly could. Uh, AI couldn't make someone that hot, but uh, yeah, she she still got it. That was good. Uh, Skylar Samuels, a very attractive uh, lady with glasses who took over the uh, whatever that was, the platform. Um, not a great actress, but, you know, I enjoyed her being there. Yeah. So trying uh, to see her catch it. Yeah. Up. Uh, I wish that hadn't been ruined like in the that. trailer. I wish that hadn't been ruined in the trailer. But, oh, was uh, it? Yeah. Um, uh, shit, I don't remember the trailer. I don't, I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> I saw the trailer like, well, we go to the movies like 47 times a year. So we see, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I just, I really enjoyed it when it hit fun Island. I think that was the part of the movie of what I was looking for, for the entire movie. It was dumb. It was stupid. It was fun. It knew it was dumb. You know, it was playing with tropes like the dog is fucking. Oh, yeah. And his name was Pippin. Speaking of of returning characters, the dog comes back for the second movie, too. I was glad to see the dog again. (laughs) There's smoking hot chicks on the beach. Like, I'm sure the producer, like, knows every single one of those ladies and is like, hey, you want to be in a movie? (laughs) It was just when it got to the fun, fun part, it was a lot of fun. And that's just what I wanted from the whole thing. I wanted that vibe. It didn't have to be that level of nonstop action, but like just that vibe uh, for the whole movie. It didn't it didn't have that for the whole movie. And that's kind of what I was looking for based on the trailers and just, you know, what I enjoy to watch was just more of that. And it, it, it didn't carry that through the whole movie. But that last 35 minutes or so, honestly, I would say if you are watching it on streaming or something, I, I would fast forward to there and just watch it from there and say, wow, that was enjoyable. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> hold up, fellas. Hold up. If you had that much zaniness throughout the whole movie, we would have been like, oh, this is just like, you know, I don't know. I don't think it would have worked. I think. They well, I mean, if, if you make it, if you make this movie 90 minutes and not mm-hmm. two hours long. <laughs> And it doesn't have to be uh, that balls out the whole time, but just kind of have that vibe. You know, I just felt the, the to get there was too serious, too long. It felt like two different movies stitched together, basically. Yeah, well, that's that's one of the things why I like the what I liked about the first movie is that it does kind of have that tone. It doesn't get amped up into the, the third act, but it does have that kind of this is ridiculous tone throughout the movie. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. This one, they decided to just like really try to put in some some serious B stories that just 
had nothing to do with the, the stuff that we wanted to see. Right. So I guess we should move on to what we didn't like about the movie. Uh, Montego, was there anything you didn't like about this movie? Yeah, I had to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like all the like, you know, just let's ignore everything that we might have learned in other movies. You know, like, you know, we've we've seen Jurassic Park and we got these creatures that's like in the Cretaceous period, like 65 what million years Mm -hmm. you know and they look exactly the same like that's the stuff mark was talking about you know the edd and then like they're living like a hundred you know billion years underneath (laughs) the ocean and the next you know they're like running around like raptors you're like how did they develop lungs (laughs) (laughs) It, it was like how did that happen no fucking way that would happen you know and then like um you know, they had the little underwater suits, which they really were so proud of. They were like, show these suits breaking like concrete. Yeah. Show these suits, uh, you know, th- they're going to be able to beat ass. And that never manifested itself. But they were under the water. And, you know, these suits were supposed to be so badass. And then you look at the bubble shield and you look at, you know, they're 25,000 feet below the, the ocean surface. And you're like. I'm supposed to believe that they got these big face masks and they're not going to, you know, implode. And even on the subs, I'm looking at the subs like, you know, I think we know so much science now just as like consumers and as people who watch, you know, YouTube and the news that, you know, those those windows could not be that big, you know. And they're just like, hmm. And I'm like, okay, take get over it. It's a movie. (laughs) They just doing what they doing, you know. And so stuff like that was like, I just didn't like it. And then the DJ thing, you know, when he first did a little ass whooping and he like, like did the little roundhouse and knocked the guy in the head and had his little speech, I was cool. Right. But then like, we kept going through the movie. Yeah, this is the survival bag. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, dude. See, now y'all going too goddamn far. You know what I'm saying? And it kept going. And it kept going. I like when he pulled up and he had all the ladies at the end. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, okay, this nerd, no matter how much he trained, he might have got one off, but that's it. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get out of here. What else did I did not like about this movie? Mm, I hated the Montez. I don't like villains who mm. like do the diehard blonde hair guy thing and just keep showing up like when he should be dead. you like, God damn it. Dude. He shouldn't have survived. First of all, he blew himself up in that trench. And you're like, what a dumbass. He shows up. He's alive. He's fighting Jason Statham. And nobody get like killed. And you're like, okay, he's still alive. Then he shows up on the beach and he's got like a, M- a midget M16. Yeah, no, it's 60. And he's shooting. And you're like, yeah, he's still alive. That kind of shit bothers me to hell, you know. I don't understand. Mm, I hate shit like that. It's not entertaining to me. You know, the guy who keeps coming back. I hate it. They did it in the last Indiana Jones movie. They, people just kept showing up. So that's what I didn't like about the movie, fellas. All right, Markellis. What about you? Yeah, there was a, a point in the movie where I realized there's been a huge chunk of time without any Megs at all. Like, no sharks or anything. And I'm like, it took me a while. Like, wait a minute. Where's the sharks? In this in this movie called Meg to the Trench, right? So, like a That's hu- true. a huge chunk of time went by without any sharks. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Jason Statham holding his breath and swimming at 250,000 feet under the water. Like, well, he has to put liquid into his nasal. He has to breathe out through his nasal cavity in order for it to work. 
<laughs> like <laughs> I don't like I'm not a scientist, but I don't know if that's if that's feasible. Like that there's whatever. You know, it he's fighting a Mark, giant shark, so you can't have lung you don't have air in your lungs when you do that. It's only in your nasal cavity. <laughs> that's it. So that's so that that yeah that that kind of bugged me. Um, I know I thought the the beginning of the movie was was strong. It was a very strong start. I liked the I characters. Did. I liked the world. I liked that they you know had these GI Joe suits that were gonna like kick ass. And I was waiting for them to use those suits against sharks or something. But like Montego said, they you know they hyped them up and then they never really did anything with them. Uh, they walked underwater. Yay! And then so it it gets to the point where. They introduce the terrorist, quote unquote terrorist, that's been in the trench this whole time mining for unobtainium or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> <laughs> and and from, oh from, from that point on, it's like it, the movie just veers. And I'm like, what is what is happening? Where are the sharks? Why are we watching this? So, yeah, that whole terrorist thing, Montez coming back over and over again as like he's suddenly he gets introduced you know halfway through the movie and then he's like the bad guy of the movie it, it just i didn't connect to it at all so yeah you know but again by the time you get to quote-unquote fun island and everything's getting eaten and you know a giant octopus is doing shit like all of these crazy things are happening by that point i'm just like this is too it's too late like i've already checked out of the movie uh, i did enjoy it but as part of a whole that's the only good part about it. Everything else is just kind of like, yeah, whatever. All right. Well, uh, you guys kind of hit it on the head for me. Uh, you know, and like I said, in my positives, what I was looking for from this movie was the nonsense and goofiness of the last 35 minutes. And unfortunately you have to sit through an hour and 25 minutes to get there. Um, and it just takes itself too seriously. And like you said, Mark and, and Montego, it sets up things that never pay off. So here's our, uh, super suits that we can wear and punch, uh, concrete blocks in half never use them in that way and they get killed within like 30 seconds if a, a fish, fish goes near them. So, like, <laughs> <Great. It's> super quick <laughs> that's right um yeah and then I, I as much as i liked the part at fun island at the end everything with the like not velociraptors yeah was really fucking stupid like why were those animals on the island with lungs they fall why were they there they followed they there was a hole that ripped open in the barrier that kept them underneath the water for you know the past 65 million years yeah. uh, and once that hole was open all of the creatures could come out so they just came out they just followed the okay because I, I I did get up and go to the bathroom at one point but I don't remember them specifically showing those monsters coming out so I just thought those monsters lived on the island. No, they didn't show them at all. They, you would just assume that they followed the sharks out. Right? Okay. So they get they, they came out and got there before the sharks did. 100%. Yep. And were able to establish like hiding in the woods waiting for people to eat. Okay. Yes. 200%. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that's really dumb. I mean, I, you have to find something for the other characters to do. But it was just stupid it, again I, I didn't need that it, it's like jurassic world dominion being mostly about locusts like right. the meg <laughs> the meg shouldn't be about uh, underwater terrorists and velociraptors so like <laughs> um yeah that first half of the movie is just excruciating uh they they have to walk across the trench blah 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 and, and i like those kind of movies also so that's the thing but if i'm expecting it 
So like if I knew going in, this is like a riff on the abyss or a riff on aliens, but it's going to be underwater. Um, like the one with the girl from Twilight. Yeah, I was the just, name of that one. I was just thinking that underwater where they're walking underwater, underwater. to get to the thing. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I've seen this yeah, before. Underwater. What's her name? I forgot her uh, name. Kristen but yeah, Stewart. Right. She looks like she always smelled a fart the entire time she's on the screen. <laughs> what wasn't uh, Katie Shack Shackoff in that too? No, it was uh, oh, the Asian girl that's really hot that was on uh, Daredevil and not Daredevil, uh, Iron Fist, and uh, she was in Love and Monsters. What the hell is her name? I don't know, but oh, you know what I'm yeah, talking. Yeah, Jessica. Gotcha. What's her name? Jessica. Jessica Henwick. Henwick. Yes. There you go. Oh, God, love her. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know that it had that kind of vibe, it, and I don't mind that, and I like movies like that. But that's not what I wanted from this, it, and it it was just unending. Like it was too serious. It was unending. And you're right. You guys are right. It is mostly a riff on Die Hard with them. <laughs> that guy keeps coming back. They're fighting on a conveyor belt. They're fighting with chains. They're yep. <laughs> and it, it, he wasn't an interesting villain. That's No, thing. he wasn't. Mm-hmm. The entire time all of this stuff is happening, all I can think about is, like you said, Mark, and like you said, Montego, is like, where are the sharks? <laughs> <laughs> when are the sharks coming? That's all I could think about. Um, so it, it, it's just it feels like they had a sequence at this island that they wrote and we're like, okay, well we need uh, an hour and 25 minutes more of a movie to put in here. So what else can we figure out? Um, And and it's again, and this, I don't mean to offend anybody and I know it was co-produced by a Chinese company, but you, it it definitely has the, there's different, definitely things thrown in here, whether it's lines or scenes, which are clearly pandering. Holy shit. But it's so much clearly pandering to a Chinese audience um, like we haven't seen in a while in movies where it's like almost like they stop and turn to the camera and are like, please buy tickets in China. (laughs) (laughs) As you know, China cares about the ocean and the environment. Like we had to stop in the middle of the the speech to say that. (laughs) Dude, I, I didn't, I didn't even know that. So now that you say that, I'm like, of course, because I was like, why am I reading everything? You know? Right. And then generic, um, generically this is going to sound kind of weird but generically i know that you know audiences in china tend to react to like family stories uh so a lot of movies that are going to pander to try to get that audience will throw in this random shit about families so of course the daughter comes back her mom's missing you know she has this bond with her uncle we have to stop the movie for five, 15 minutes so he can tell her a story about a broken picture frame and a picture on his wall and like Come on, man. Just make a good movie and everybody will like it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But to be fair, to be fair, this movie is half produced by uh, a Chinese. Right. No, I, I understand so that. If, if you, you are a Chinese company and threw 100 million right. of the 200 million budget and you're like, you know what? This is happening. This is happening. And this is happening. Right. There's, get a, it, there's a reason why the end of part one and the end of part two has these big action set pieces on these islands that are filled with Asian tourists. Like the film studio films that those scenes, that's like, okay, China, this is, this is the part that we're going to do all of the big goofy stuff. And we'll let America do the diehard stuff, the trenches and the, uh, with the terrorists and the, uh, <laughs> submarines and the GI Joe suits will do the monster attacks on a beach. So it's a, well, it's in a, that it's case, let the Chinese studio do the whole movie next time. So <laughs> damn. Y'all didn't ruin this shit for me now. <laughs> it's all political and all messed um, up. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, and, I, and I guess it sounds kind of awful, right? So it's, I, I feel like I'm coming off bad. I'm, I'm no, pulling an Aubrey. No, no, I feel no. like I'm it, pulling an Aubrey here and I'm makes, trying to make a point. Sense. It's not going to make it across sense, clear. Uh, Joey. 
It um, makes sense. I, I was reading half the movie, Joey, and I was trying to figure out why. Honestly, I don't, care. I don't care about the subtitles. I don't care about, you know, there being diversity in the cast. What I care about is like the clear pandering where it's so obvious that it, it like takes you out of the movie. That that's what I care about. Like, uh, I don't care about that. <laughs> they co-produced it. They want to have uh, Chinese actors in it. They want to have Chinese language used in it. I don't care about any of that. I just what I care about is that it, it takes you out of the movie when they stop the movie dead to pander. It's not as bad as Independence Day Returgence where the movie legitimately stops so that a character could tell you how amazing the Chinese pilots are. But, um, it, you know, it, it was getting close at times. It was getting close. So th- that's all I'm trying to say. I don't mind. I'm not like trying to come off as like a racist or anything or anything like that. I'm just trying to say, like, if you're going to make that kind of movie, I'd like to see it more ingrained in the movie and not so clearly obvious what's happening. Um, cause it just pulls me out of the movie more. And in the beginning of the movie, it's just so excruciatingly long and boring to be like, all right, well, here's the five minute scene where we have to have this discussion about family because it's a co-produced Chinese film. And here's this thing where we have to do this because they co-produced it. You know, like I just want to have a good movie and I want everybody to be able to like it everywhere, not just, you know, shoving this crap in. So that was kind of frustrating. (laughs) But to me, it's really just a tale of two movies. It feels like two movies stitched together. And the first half of the movie was boring and kind of stupid. So <laughs> that's pretty much where I came out on it. Seemed like a, a totally different movie. So Right. Yeah. It just feels like a tale of two movies. I, I don't know what that was all about. And, I mean, it took them a few years to get this off the ground and, and made. And, like, this is the best they had. <laughs> okay. Mark Ellis, are you in for the Meg 3? <laughs> uh, you know, as I was leaving the theater, there was people like, you know, uh, all of us are exiting the theater. And I can overhear them talking about what's going to happen in part three, <laughs> like, you know, getting their ideas like, Ooh, I can't wait to come back for part three. And I'm listening to them do going, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be here for that one. You guys let me know. Uh, so yeah, I am, I will definitely watch the Meg three, but on HBO max or I'm sorry, on max <laughs> when it's streaming, I'm not going to the theaters to watch it. Montego, are you going to go to the theaters to see Meg 3d? Only if we do it on Fanzo Patrol. <laughs> Tifflebot loves the Meg 1. I can't wait to see what she likes about the Meg 2. Uh, dumbass shark movie she loves. So more than likely, I'll be sitting in the theater, whether if I want to or not, watching the Meg 3. <laughs> because that's what we do. We like dumbass shark movies on, <laughs> on Fanzo Patrol. <laughs> I know that feel. I know that feel, my friend. I will try to avoid seeing part three as much as possible, but much like you said, Montego pod before life. So (laughs) (laughs) with the podcast demands, the podcast must be fed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The only thing left to do is to give this movie a score and we score things from zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst. Montego Bradley, what do you have for the Meg Two, the trench? I give it a 2.5 on the shark Richter scale. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Positivity, easy ranker. <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagans. Uh, I'm going to give it a two because I did have a lot of positive things about it. Uh, the story doesn't quite work, but it has enough good things to keep it above a one. So I'm giving it a two. All right. Well, I am at a one and a half out of five. Um, that's about what I gave the first movie. And like I said, that last 35 minutes is a lot of fun, but it certainly cannot carry a two-hour movie. So one and a half out of five for me. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. 
And now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Montego, please tell the listeners where they can find fans on patrol and what you got for a recommendation. We still do have fans at fansonpatrol.com. We're still working on a website. It's almost, I think I should just make it live and just build it. <laughs> we had a website. It got destroyed. And then we ha- we've been building it ever since. But we can also be found all the places that you find So Wizard. Pretty much, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple uh, Podcasts. We're uh, on YouTube. Where you probably yeah, you can find So Wizard on pod on YouTube, <laughs> but you can't find the show. So we don't do any one-off shows. We just do our our podcast on on uh, that. You know, we boss it up into every segment. So check us out on there. I think that's about it. Yeah. That's fansofpatrol.com, man. You got any recommendations? Anything you want the people out there to watch, check out? You know what I've been watching? I've been on Apple uh, TV watching Idris Elba. And um, uh, it's the number one show on there. And it's called Hijack. Holy moly intensity from the first show. You can't put it down. So when I, I first watched it, they released like five shows at once. And I watched it with my wife and was like, ha, ah, super hooked. And then they started releasing the shows one at a time. And you would think about a show of, with episodes, episodic show about a plane being hijacked would be over with in five minutes. No, it's so intense. It's so good. I can't recommend it enough. Hijacked it yourself on Apple TV. Oh, don't tell my wife about that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Mark Ellis Ring. Uh, yeah, I have been watching a show on Max uh, called Project Greenlight. Uh, this is uh, a reboot of the, the original. Battle of Shaker Hill? <laughs> no. <laughs> this oh. is a, a reboot of the original Project Greenlight from back in the day with uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Uh, this one is a new a new setup. The same thing. They're, they're trying to get a filmmaker. They had a list of candidates. They're picking their filmmaker. Uh, and it's the behind the scenes of what it's like to make an indie movie. Uh, and it's very, uh, you know, if you love movies like I do, it's a very good look. And it's a, a different vibe than the other ones that came out before. So uh, I'm in the middle of that right now. And I am loving it. Uh, Project Greenlight, a new generation streaming on Max. You know, my favorite thing about that show in the past was that the only successful movie they made, Feast, yeah, the horror movie. Yep, they fucking hated it the whole season. Like they were so unhappy with it. They were so unhappy making it. They hated it. They hated the script. They hated the director. And it was the only fucking movie that did anything that they made in like five seasons. So. Yep. <laughs> and it's good, uh, honestly. Uh, okay, there's a rec- one recommendation for me. Uh, a million years ago, a movie called Feast came out, and it has a couple <laughs> terrible sequels. But the first one is a lot of fun with goofy practical effects, and uh, it's fun. It was a Project Greenlight movie, so I, it's out there somewhere. It might even be, be on Tubi or something. I don't know. <laughs> I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's uh, links to all our YouTube and Patreon content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. We just dropped a bunch of videos from our time at Rhode Island Anime Con. So get up there and check those out. Of course, our Patreon at patreon.com backslash so is podcast where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. We're going to hopefully get that back on track this month, guys. So I appreciate your continued support. And 
I will recommend a couple things. Uh, if you're looking for a shark movie that's stupid and fun, uh, Bad CGI Sharks is now playing on Tubi as uh, terrible CGI sharks uh, go on land and attack people. <laughs> no. It's oh, no. hilarious and amazing, and it's free on Tubi. So check it out. <laughs> And then head out to the movie theater and check out a movie that has been in development for, God, a long time. I've been waiting for this to come out. And as the last voyage of the Demeter, because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week on the show. But that is going to do it for this week, episode number 470. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo. Our special guest from Fans on Patrol, Montego Bradley. It's all good in the hood. I'm so glad to be here. I love you guys. Thanks for having me. We love you, too. Thanks for coming on. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. That's right, guys. We'll see you next week. Good journey. It's fun.